0: Happy Holidays from the ESP Podcast and the 12 Tips of Christmas to wind down your year. Tip number six, consistent training loads for fewer injuries. Now, earlier this year, I talked a lot about uh, training availability and how it accounts for about 90% of all athletic success. Uh, And one of the things that really holds us back is injury. Now, overuse injuries are endemic in endurance sports, uh, which suggests that all that training time will lead to overuse and an injury, or at least that's what we thought. It appears, though, that those injuries may be as much about too little training as they are too much training. Now new research and insights from Gabbett and colleagues indicates that that low or even uh, short dips in chronic training load followed by a relatively high increase in acute training load may actually be the real culprit for those injuries. And if you're not familiar with those terms, you know, a lot of coaches use that now. I know training peaks, they've got their their uh uh their training stress balance and their performance management chart. Uh but we've been using this since probably the 1970s when the banister trim model came out. Bottom line is that if you take a period of training time, three, four, seven weeks, whatever whatever you take, uh, and you kind of average that out, that's your chronic training load. And then usually a seven day period of time would be your acute training load. Uh, So to put this another way, uh, sharp increases in workload, to say whip yourself into shape or a resumption of a high training load after a rest period could actually be the precipitating factor in many injuries. Moreover, this new theory really starts to cast doubt on the relevance of that 10% rule for training load increases that that coaches have really touted for years and years and years. Uh, And we don't have really much in the way of research to support that, and this would actually uh, counter that. So what does that mean to you and most others? Well, first and foremost, you've got to keep a detailed training log. And that not only includes tracking load, but also illnesses and injuries. That's really going to be essential to spotting possible causes for that injury or illness. However, uh, it also underscores a core concept that I've been pushing for years among particularly age groupers you've got to stop resting so much and and definitely not rest as long. Uh you, you know again, if you if you train for a period of time, particularly if you even if you do a big race, there's no need to take off a month or two months and it really does appear that maintaining a moderate chronic training load allows you to maintain a lot of fitness, keep keep the tissues uh and, and the joints in good shape. And it really doesn't require an extensive rest period. Uh, And any rest period that you do take should include some some type of buffer there to recondition the tissues to the stress of training. Now, that could be a few days to a week after an equally long break or many weeks for a break that lasts two or more weeks. Weeks. the fact is is deep training happens very very quickly so for many of us it may be better to focus on smaller in- incremental training increases instead of larger periodized cycles uh, and particularly avoiding those th- those massive increases in training volume or training camps if we have not put in the, the you know the required amount of time well that's it for tip number six of the 12 tips of Christmas. Check out tip number seven tomorrow. And don't forget to stop over at www.espanswers.com for comments or to donate. Again, it's getting to the end of the year. We're looking at developing the podcast in the new year. We are looking at bringing back full length podcasts and those donations really help. So for more information, again, head on over to www.espanswers.com. Or email me at esppodcastgmail.com. At Until our next tip, remember, sure and steady wins the race. Later.